0: Yo, I'm Augie. Hey, and I'm Riz. And you're listening to Press Play with Augie and Riz. This is a weekly
1: podcast where we, a couple boys in the band, talk about movies, music, TV, or anything we think you guys might like to listen to.
0: Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and follow us over on Instagram at Press Play AR.
1: That's Press Play AR on Instagram. In episode 53, we review the movie The Boys in the Band. We will share with you my birthday weekend. And over a Quick News, we'll talk about some Avatar update. Hocus Pocus 2, Jamie Foxx reprising as Electro and Spider-Man, and more.
0: After all that juiciness, Riz will let you know about what VOD and music albums are out now. I'll let you know the fact of the week, and this week's Six Degrees of Separation is Stanley Tucci and Virgo Morrison. But first, quick news. Alright, so last week we did not... Uh, upload a, a podcast.
1: We certainly recorded a podcast,
0: and it was a pretty solid one. But after we finished and we wrapped it up, we tried to upload it to the website that we that host our our show, and it was just completely corrupt. You couldn't listen to us. You couldn't. It was just very difficult, and it was really crunch time for us to re-record another uh, podcast or the the same episode. I thought about, you know, doing it again and then doing this one, but I thought that that would...
1: Yeah, it's too much. Too much to do. So this is episode 53, point take two. two. Point two, yeah. Yeah, something like that. So
0: we're using some news from what would have been last week's podcast and integrating it to this one. Right.
1: Uh, there is a review of the movie The Belko Experiment, which is lost. Uh, we w- maybe we'll we'll re-review it again. Fifty one years day.
0: from now, the lost episode of Press Play AR, the Belker experience. Yeah,
1: it'll it'll be recovered somehow. Like modern technology in in the year three thousand.
0: But so glad that you guys are here with us this week, and we hope that you guys like what you hear. And if you have any other questions or any movies or anything to review, you can always not only. Hit us up on Instagram at PressPlayAR. You can also email us at GoPressplay2 at gmail.com. That's GoPressPlay the number
1: two at gmail.com.
0: Sweet. So you had a birthday weekend and tell us how that is during the whole coronavirus.
1: Yeah, uh last it was your
0: turn actually to go through
1: a birth a birthday weekend uh in this craziness. Hopefully it will be the last the way things are going. It might not be, you know, No, no. God help us. Uh, but it was still a pretty amazing weekend. Uh, during the, the day on Saturday, my actual birthday, uh, my brother stopped by Nick with a box of, where were they from? Cookies?
0: Night owl cookies. Night
1: owl cookies that, my lord... It,
0: I, it sees gourmet cookies that they specialize in delivering very late at night. That's their niche. So you can just order them at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, and they will deliver it to your house. Um, and it's So a lot huge. of stoners. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Uh,
1: so, yeah, I I looked, I looked them over. There, were, there was a good variety, and I chose uh, the Fruity Pebble, Pebble one because that's my favorite cereal. And uh, you did a- not
0: choose it. You freaking went at it. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you dived one at of it, my doped series. at it,
1: and just—it was amazing. And, and I savored every bit. And it took me like ten minutes to eat it, and it had cream inside, uh, and it was filling as hell. And I enjoyed every every bite of it. Um, so thank you, uh, Nick and Barbara, for making my birthday special and making me a little fatter.
0: But worth it. You know, um, on birth, there's two holidays that don't count <laughs> that f- calories or anything. One is your birthday and the other one is Thanksgiving. Like those two days you can like gobble until you literally wobble.
1: Gobble until you wobble. I
0: took you out that night to an Italian restaurant because that's what you wanted. Yes. Um, and I didn't want to take you to our typical hole in the wall. Italian restaurants and I'm not saying hole in the wall as a bad thing because a lot of restaurants that are quote unquote hole in the wall are actually really really good oh yeah
1: and and I you know I love I love going going to to a special place on a special day yes um and I don't want to like sound overly humble or anything but I would have been fine with going to the hole in the wall you know what I mean going to di piazza or pizza fiore you know it's it's still my birthday, I'm still happy, I'm still eating good food, but it was I, I I I felt very um very special that I got taken out to a nice uh a nice restaurant or you know, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And we had the most amazing fried calamari. I, I haven't had calamari like that in a very long time.
1: It was really good. And
0: what was the pasta that you had?
1: I had the pasta a la vodka, which is one of my favorite um one of my favorite dishes. Uh mm very tasty. It wasn't exactly um how I expected. It was a little I would describe it as a smoky sauce um rather than creamy. Like it was creamy but it had like a smoky taste and I had ham in it mm. and it was it was very tasty. Very tasty. What did you have?
0: I had basically the Atlantic Ocean with noodles. Um it was like mussels, scallops, octopus clams. rings, clams,
1: there was one clam we we couldn't get open. No,
0: and I was a little upset. the The dish was really good. My only complaint is that it only had three shrimps. Oh, there goes the dogs with the neighbors. Um, but yeah, it only had three shrimps, and it was a dollar more from a, sh- a a regular shrimp pasta that they had in their menu. Uh, but it is what it is and whatever yeah, next time you'll get the
1: the shrimp pasta no
0: but honestly thoroughly the the dish I I honestly enjoyed it and then the next day your birthday continued and we went hiking in Crandon Park
1: it was cool yeah we found a a nice trail and I'm I'm you know I didn't go work out that day so it was nice to to do something active um,
0: without feeling like it's a work
1: with, yeah, it was very chill um, And, you know, there isn't much to do in our times, you know, right now So yeah. there wasn't much to do It's like we could have gone to the beach Which we basically are have been doing every weekend almost Pretty much, yeah But it, it was different from the norm and, and I really enjoyed it We, like, found a spot at the end and we ate uh, popcorn or chips
0: Which was yeah, and we saw some historic like coral reef. It was beautiful, and
1: it 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 was a very cool stream going through. Yeah, Um, we I kind of wish I had taken my shoes off and walked through the stream. So that was that was a that was a pretty cool time. Uh, And Mm -hmm. then my parents had invited invited us out to dinner, or you know, an early dinner. What was it like three o'clock? A dinner. It was three thirty. Um, and...
0: Why have lunch? We're about to have lunch in another hour. We're about to eat.
1: I suggested, uh, and we didn't eat lunch. We had breakfast that day, and I I decided, I suggested, um...
0: Mexican, and we we ate at Cancun.
1: Yes, Mexican. Uh, and... I am pretty happy with that choice. I had a really cool um. <laughs> what
0: your dish? I just found. Oh. it I find it super funny. What, what do they call it? A uh, you know, Cuban quesadilla. Cuban Basically, quesadilla. it's like your typical Cuban dish: rice, black beans, plantain, and pulled pork. In, in a, a quesadilla. Quesadilla. <laughs> I'm like, how fat is that? Like it. It's mind boggling.
1: Enjoyed every bite of it. I'm
0: sure it tasted good. My
1: mom got the same thing and she gave me her leftovers and I had it for lunch the next day.
0: And I had just a regular quesadilla with some tamal tamale, which or a tamal, which I was not impressed with because a tamal has a lot of other stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And it was just sweet molded sweet corn. Okay. As a tamal.
1: But uh, that's molded, not moldy Oh, I'm sorry Yeah, molded. we don't want the health inspector going after Cancun restaurant
0: No, no, really good place And they sang you happy birthday and gave you a sombrero
1: I still have my sombrero <laughs> Uh, and we had, you had for the first time, uh, deep fried ice cream Oh,
0: it was so good It was, uh, with, uh, goat milk caramel sauce
1: It was That amazing. was awesome It was so that was tasty freaking good So, thank you, mom and dad Um,
0: And then to end your birthday, you had a smorgasbord of...
1: Yeah, was it Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday? It was
0: Wednesday that came.
1: Wednesday, like, a gigantic box came in, and I'm like, what is this? Did you
0: order anything for me?
1: And uh, I opened it up, and it was, like, there was a note. It was from my brother Matt in New York and Brooke and my sister-in-law Brooke. um, And it was a big cooler... You know, happy, happy birthday, Richard. And I'm like, oh, what in the world? <laughs> and it was like reaching into Mary Poppins' uh, bag. bag. Yeah. I'm like, wait, wait, more? Uh, rainbow cookies, Italian cookies. Uh, cannolis. Cannolis. Do-it-yourself cannolis. Lobster tails. And a freaking cake.
0: cake. A rainbow cake. A
1: rainbow cake. And, um, wow, uh... Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm still eating this stuff and it's we probably so will still be eating it for a week where oh wow. I, I, I wish um we did take some over to um
0: My parents house and your, your parents house.
1: Yeah. Like uh the the cannolis yeah. and a third of, of the cake. <laughs> and we still have so much. Um and it, it, it's I like I like that we got to share share that with with our families as well. So that, that, that in itself was a gift. Um,
0: so is it success the birthday weekend? The more
1: sweet food, the better for me. You know what I mean? Awesome. I, you know, that's, that's, that's all, that's all I want for my birthday is to eat and eat and eat and eat. And and then, um, uh, basically try to lose the weight until Thanksgiving. Great. (laughs) I don't know but 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 we mentioned briefly mentioned the lobster tails the rainbow cookies are my favorite but those lobster tails bro those
0: lobster tails are amazing they're really really good i i like them a lot i don't of know everything.
1: if i'd ever i'm sure i've tried it but maybe it's it's just from where it's from i guess it's so so good And I can't get over it. And we did not give any lobster tails to any
0: of our families. No, we kept those those for sure. And the rainbow cake. So on to our regular program schedule. James Cameron has recently confirmed that the live action portion of the next two Avatar sequels are done. Filming resumed back in June in New Zealand. We talked about how the country was the first one to flatten the curve and open the TV and movie production studios, making Avatar one of the few big blockbuster movies to resume filming during the worldwide pandemic. Sam Worthington, Zoe Saldana, Sigourney Weaver, and Stephen Lang are returning from the original movie, while Kate Winslet, David Thouless, Michael Yeo, Jermaine Clement, Michelle Yo, or Michelle Yeo, sorry about that, Jermaine Clement, Oana Chaplin, Eddie Falco, and Cliff Curtis are joining Edie Falco. Edie Falco.
1: <laughs> Michael Yo and Eddie Falco.
0: <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> and Cliff Curtis are joining the cast of the sequels. The film remains on track for December 2022. 2024, 2026, and 2028 releases.
1: Yeah, that's four sequels that they're. Well, they they shot two of them back to back. Correct. And then so the this next is two will be Avatar
0: there. two and Avatar three.
1: Wow, that 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 sort of thing reminds me of uh, the Lord of the Rings that they did back to back to back, and mm-hmm. the trailer, the the original trailer, which um is just like just an amazing mm-hmm. trailer mm-hmm. in itself. And at the end of it, they showed. Like the title of each of the movies and the release date, which um, was pretty cool. Awesome. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing where they go. I've only seen the first Avatar once in theater. Um, I, and I saw
0: it once, two in theaters.
1: I remember liking it, but I don't. I you know, I feel like it for me, it wasn't one of those movies that. Um, I wanted to like watch over and over and over and over again, and I would I would like to rewatch it before we see any of this any of the sequels. Un- unfortunately, though, uh, it seems Michelle Rodriguez's character really did not survive her plane crash. Yeah, unfortunately. I mean,
0: I think the movie was a hype for cinematic achievement, but plotline it's as any other plot line that we've seen before like Pocahontas or like somebody taking over land yeah I mean it's very very very
1: similar yeah that you brought up Pocahontas it's very similar to like just the the actual movie
0: yeah
1: um, so. plot line um so moving on oh this is interesting Samuel L Jackson is set to reprise his role as Nick Fury in an upcoming TV series for Disney Plus not much is being released, but the last time we saw Fury was in the scrolls ship in space. Oh my gosh, it's like a tongue twister. <laughs> the last time we saw Fury was in the scrolls ship in space after Spider-Man Far From Home. This will be the latest Marvel TV series news to date. WandaVision is expected to arrive around Christmas this year. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Loki in early and mid-2021, while She-Hulk, Hawkeye, Moon Knight and Miss Marvel series are also on the way. And by the way, I, they just cast Miss Marvel, correct?
0: Yes, they they recently did. And I wanna we want to reiterate that we're not sure if this is a Nick Fury led TV show, or is he going to be as a supporting actor in a Marvel in a new Marvel TV show. So as news break out. We'll, we'll let you know. Some more MCU news this month. Filming for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness will begin. Benedict Cumberbatch tells Watch This that we will start filming in late October, early November. Spider-Man and Drag Me to Hell director Sam Raimi is directing the Doctor Strange sequel and calling it the first horror film in the MCU. Okay. Um, I think out of all the movies that are coming out, this one is the most... I'm really excited about. Out of yeah,
1: out of the Marvel movies, not all the movies. You mean Marvel Universe movies?
0: Uh, I, well, yeah. What I meant was like out of all the movies that are recently gonna come out for Phase Four. Okay. Uh, yeah, this yeah. one is the one I'm I'm most interested in.
1: I think I am as well. I think I am as well. Um, the 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 multiverse is definitely intriguing, and there's very a ton, much of, so. a ton of shit that they can do with it. So I'm looking forward to that. Also. Big shock, pun intended. <laughs> uh, from left field, we also got word via a now-deleted Instagram post: Jamie Fox confirmed that he is returning as Electro from *The Amazing Spider-Man 2*. Though back then he faced Andrew Garfield's rendition of Peter Parker, when we saw him debut as one of Spider-Man's iconic villains, we will see him see him go head to head with Tom Holland's version. In Fox's post, he wrote, "Tell Spidey, let's run it back." Super excited to be part of the new Marvel Spider-Man new installment. Can't wait for y'all to check this one out, and I won't be blue in this one, but a thousand percent badass. Spider-Man three is slit It's is that the official title, or they just don't have a? They
0: don't have a title. Yeah. Uh,
1: the third uh, Spider-Man in the Tom Holland. Uh, verse of, of Peter Parker is slated for November 5th, 2021 and filming for this movie will resume this fall in Atlanta.
0: Hmm. And as we know, J. Jonah Jameson from Sam Raimi's Spider-Man is returning, or... Had made a cameo in, in the second sequel of Tom Holland's uh, Spider-Man.
1: Right. J.K. Simmons, who yeah. played him in the original uh, with Tobey Maguire, made a, like, a very surprised cameo as the character. Yeah. So maybe they're doing a multiverse thing as well here.
0: I, I Kevin Feige did, did confirm recently that the Spider-Man spinoffs movie are in the MCU but will not affect the MCU story arc. That makes sense. Uh, So, movies like Venom, uh, Venom 2, I mean, uh, Carnage, well, Carnage is in Venom 2, Morbius, and Craven, or Craven, whatever that guy's name is, are all part of Spider-Man MCU verse but will not affect that story arc. The big picture, I guess, is what he's trying to say. Um... And I hope they take it that route and that could be a great way to introduce also the X-Men. I mean this m- multiverse of madness could be also part of why Jamie Foxx is returning as as Electro.
1: And a different version of Electro because in this one as he says he won't be blue. Correct. Um and it, it's it's interesting and I'm I I, I kind of wish still wish that um with the Spider-Man uh what what was it the animated one?
0: Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse.
1: Into the Spider-Verse. I I feel like that movie could have been live action and they could have done like all the all the actors that have played Spider-Man, bring Toby Maguire back like just did and just brought it all together. You know what I mean? And just had it been different uh verses. Um because that's basically it seems to be what they're doing. Um I'm excited. You? Me
0: too. Yeah, me too. Anything that that has MCU in it, I'm pretty excited. You know, I reserve my my whole bitchiness about it being very corny and very you know cheesy and those one liner. You know, those that's the only thing I don't like, and we've talked about it in the in the last uh, podcast actually, um, how. The ingredients for dc universe or the extended universe is so much different than marvel and how dc universe it's more like you guys can do whatever you want as long as like we approve it yeah you can do whatever you want but with the mcu it's such the same cookie cutter like you can tell it's all the same it's 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 seasoned the same
1: yeah Um, And I can guarantee many of them to the very minute, you know, Mm -hmm. if you compare them, you'd be like, like, if you played many of them side by side, you would see, okay, a nice uh, talking scene right now. Oh, followed by an action scene. Okay, now, like, probably almost to the minute, you know what I mean? And then it's always um, somebody's uh, brother or sibling or, you know, family member. That's that's a villain. Each one has done. Oh my gosh! I'm sorry. Each one has done something like that. Um, there isn't a lot. That's why I like Venom so much. Um, and I don't think Venom got the the recognition it deserved because it was a fun action superhero movie. It didn't didn't have like anything huge in it. It was just meant to be fun. Um, but it didn't go like that hokiness of the Guardians of the Galaxy or the Last Thor movie. You know what I mean? Th- Th- oh, Thor, okay. <laughs> oh, girl, <laughs> I Thor just had a off. fucking lobotomy
0: <laughs> because his personality completely changed.
1: All of a sudden, he's talking to the camera.
0: And he's all funny and he's all <laughs> corny and he's very cheesy and like, no, this is like not... But I guess YTT, whatever his name is, do your thing. Do your thing. And your if thing. Kevin uh, approved it, I guess it's fine. I just couldn't wrap my head around <laughs> it. And it's like, where did who is this Thor? Anyways, since this is our first episode in October, we thought some of our listeners might like this news tidbit. We may see the Sanderson sisters run amok in the Halloween cult classic a muck, a muck, a a Yeah, in the Halloween cult classic Hocus Pocus, Bette Midler has confirmed the rumors that she, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimy had all been talks with Disney to reprise their role. She tells E Online, "Oh yeah, we're just talking logistics. I can't wait to fly."
1: Wow, I, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm like, those three actresses together were golden. Uh, In that movie Uh, I'm honest For me the movie hasn't really Held up in my head I liked it a lot more when I was a kid But when they were on the screen Together no matter what we started rewatching it Today Yeah, and honestly The beginning was the flashback And I was kind of rolling my eyes you know what I mean But once they got to those witches They were just golden together So whatever they Decide to do with it I believe We reported Last year that that they were considering doing a straight to Disney Plus sequel. I don't know if that's what they're still considering doing. I mean, how can you put Bette Midler and Sarah Jessica Parker straight to Disney Plus? You know,
0: Hocus Pocus for me was a really Halloween movie for me growing up. I was at it was in my generation. I want to say 93. It came out. I was in the third grade. Uh, so I must've been like seven years old and the movie looking back and me looking at myself, looking at it, it does remind me that I was a bit scared of it. And even though there are some sarcastic comedy from these three amazing actresses, I feel like their comedy was even more scarier. that <laughs> I'm like, these people are like sadistic, but. Whatever. Um, we'll keep you posted on that and see if that does come to fruition. Because I would love to see them um, both as a fan of all three of them individually and a fan of the movie. The movie didn't do that well uh, in the theaters. It in it. No. It's a
1: cult classic. But it,
0: do- it has a, a, a really strong following from that generation, from the, from the, millennial, the millennial standpoint. Oh, um, yeah. And yeah. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break and we'll be back with the review from The Boys in the Band.
1: And we are back. So, The Boys in the Band was released September 30th, 2020 on Netflix. It was directed by Joe Montello, who directed Love! exclamation point. Valour! exclamation point. Compassion! exclamation point. Or love, valour, compassion it stars jim parsons zachary quinto matt bomer andrew rannell Ronalds, tuck watkins robin de jesus michael benjamin washington charlie carver at a birthday party in 1968 new york a surprise guest and a drunken game leave seven gay friends reckoning with unspoken feelings and buried truths have you heard anything about the boys in the band in the past
0: no, this was actually the first time I heard about this movie, and it's when I found out that this was a stage, and there was and by you, you told me that this was already made by a movie. Right. Uh, so prior.:
1: So yeah, it's originally a stage show, and it was made into a movie, I think, in the '70s. Mm-hmm. And then they re uh, what do you call it? What do you, what do you call it when they redo it on Broadway? They, re, I don't know. So they they did it again on Broadway with this exact cast, and uh, you know, um, so I think Joe Joe Montello also directed the the Broadway revival. Revival. We
0: oh, we should get our gate cards removed. There you go. <laughs> uh,
1: and it's. I'd never seen the original movie for but like from scenes that I've seen and the trailer that I showed you, it's literally word for for word, and I think that it's literally word for, for word from the actual stage show, and it's as in, it should, and it's, it's noticeable though. I, it it kind of takes you out of it, like the way that the the characters go back and forth. It doesn't seem like it was written for a movie.
0: Do you think it's the reason... Do you think the reason why it's because it's the same exact actors from the stage play? I feel like their chemistry would have been more comfortable. Yeah. And, you know, compared to just getting a new hatch of of actors to... Well, it's
1: not only that. It's when you adapt something from stage to screen or from book to screen, you don't do everything word for word. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Rent isn't word for word. Uh... It's like the songs are mostly word for word. But, yeah. it, like but it's the, adapted
0: for movie. Right.
1: And it, it it's and there's like certain things like the actual set of the apartment. Like if you kind of angled it a certain way, that was probably basically the set of the actual apartment on stage. You know what I mean? With mm-hmm. a little upper area, you go out into the balcony and you look into the apartment and they probably just peel the rest away. Yeah. Um, And it was noticeable, um, but not annoying. So what are your initial thoughts about this movie? Were you entertained?
0: I was. I was 100% entertained. In fact, I want to say I can't think of any other movies that we saw recently that I want to say that this is one of my favorite movies of 2020. Really? Uh, Because there's a lot of stuff that hit close to home. There was a lot of stuff that I related to. There was a lot of uh things in our community that still resonate today. Um and it's it's weird. This is And in, uh, I'm sorry. And in addition to all that I I fell in love with the whole cast. I think they worked really, really well together. Uh, Jim Parsons delivered magically.
1: No, Jim Parsons was Awesome, and I have never seen him in anything else other than uh, Big Bang Theory, uh, and he did an amazing job. Uh, e- each one, I think, owned their character. Mm-hmm. Zachary Quinto. When Zachary Quinto walked into that room, it was not fire. It was like kind of like slimy fire. Like yes. he played a slimy character, a slimy bitchy character. I don't know how to describe this movie. Like it's. It's frenemies, you know what I mean? Like, let's yes. be complete assholes to each other. But well, I love you.
0: That's what shade is all about. Yeah. In, in our in our gay society, LGBT, it's it started with light shade. So the movie begins with Jim Parson is getting ready to host a birthday party uh, for his dear friend uh, Zachary Quinto. Harvey. Uh, by for Harvey, yes and uh he receives this mysterious phone call from a college roommate uh named alan he's all in tears and he's like i have to see you tonight it's so weird and he's like well i'm having i'm hosting a birthday party this is so weird um but look just come over have a drink and we'll we'll chit chat and um, you know we'll let it all out so as his guests are, are arriving he continues to warn his friends who are all gay which I also like that they're all openly gay actors, um, you know. Reminding them, hey, I have this guy from college. You know, he, he. I'm not sure if he knows that I'm gay, but you know, can we keep the the gayness to a level? I don't know. One and not a level. I don't know. Elton oh, John or Bette Midler, um, <laughs> or not a level. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So as, you know, the, the evening progress, uh, you know, you start learning about everyone around and you start reading the room and it's like this, you know, shade reading friend thing. They throw shade at each other. And at first it was, that's a Ducati 745. Oh, Whoa. I oh, I was about to be <laughs> impressed there. Um,
1: Level one.
0: Yes. <laughs> Vin Diesel. Well, we don't know about Vin Diesel. I um, <laughs> So it's like, you know, they start with very... very okay. Oh, that's uh, Mitsubishi. Like, the, the
1: the beginning of the party uh, was very cordial. Like, there would be, like, some light shade here and there. But it was, you know, it was a nice little party. They There was a, a little dance that they did together. Um
0: that they did when they were in Fire Island and Yeah that they learned. Yeah. Um after everyone is settled in, uh Alan does show up in the middle of that dance. Right. And and Michael, played by Jim Pars- Parson, is flustered because Alan is there and it's like the straight guy and everyone else, Matt Boomer, um Larry and his other friends are like, are you sure he's probably, like, coming out or he's gay or whatever? And he's like, well, I don't know. I'm not sure. And um,
1: Alan, like, for some reason, took an immediate liking to Tuck, uh, Tuck Watkins, Walk-in. uh, who I imagine um, reminded him of him. Yeah. He was, you know, Tuck Watkins has a couple kids or the, the character had a couple kids he had been married, he had just gotten divorced and he's, you know, with a dude now.
0: Basically, he was the most masculine out of the group as yes. well. The more mature, the more rugged looking guy. He
1: was the only one drinking beer at the party. Exactly,
0: while everyone was having like a little martini and Cosmo or whatever they were drinking. Margarita. Uh, uh, Yeah. So, um, it was like very awkward until Alan, or er, Robin Jesus'
1: character just was not gonna Emery. tone it down. Emery was not gonna tone it down. So he kept, like, you know, Be going catty. to that level, yeah. And finally, um, I guess he set Alan off, and Alan hit him.
0: Yeah, because and... basically Emery was like, "Why are you here? Like, you know, are you trying to tell us something? Do you yeah. are you Butch or you know, trying to like egg him on?" And he and Alan got really upset and punched him in the face.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, everyone is very drunk at this party. Oh, super! You know, Um, so he goes off. It's 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 weird. Like the 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 pacing and timing is weird for me because again, it I think it's it was written for the stage, Um,
0: and you can tell it's written for the stage because certain people throughout the movie walk off. Right, exactly. People are just in another room. Uh, Larry and Hank goes off for a while. Yeah. Matt Boomer character walks off. So it's it's so it's like you said it is for it. You can tell it was from a stage.
1: Right. Um. And while dude's upstairs, uh, Alan's upstairs. I don't forget what he was doing upstairs.
0: He went up there with, uh, with Michael.
1: Uh, Harvey comes in. Uh, interesting. Uh, the, the what do you call it? curly hair curly greasy hair pop pop marks and I remember from the original movie I've seen a scene from it where basically it was the exact same dialogue when he walks in like you know I'm just an ugly pop marked greasy haired piece or Jewish person um the exact same line and I'm like is then that's when I kind of put two and two together they didn't change shit yeah which it's an interesting choice
0: It got to the point where it was all everyone was just shit face wasted and they wanted and Alan wanted uh, not Alan. I'm sorry. Michael wanted Alan to just come out and tell the truth. So Michael comes up with this game where he calls. Michael comes up with this game where he tells his friends, hey, let's call the person that we always wanted to tell. I love you, but couldn't for obvious reasons. And it started with uh, Michael Benjamin Washington, uh, who plays Bernard in the movie. And it was kind of like a cruel game because it's basically bringing up some emotions and some wants that, you know, you can't have. And we'd had a conversation like that with the LGBT chat podcast where... You know, as a gay man, you know, you you fall in love or you crush with a straight person and you can never, ever, no matter how hard you try, can make that person fall in love with you because of that big thing that's in the way, which is sexual orientation. Um, so,
1: like you said, up first was uh, Michael Benjamin Washington's character. Uh, and he called someone, like a friend from high school or in some sort of group that he was in. Um, and he was amazing in that scene. He was... I, I, I don't think I've seen him in any, anything else. If I have, he didn't leave as much of an impression. But mm-hmm, he that mm-hmm. scene, it was... Like, your eyes were glued to the screen, but it was also really hard to watch because he's calling... You know this person that he was once in love with, and uh, was probably straight, although they had a a, a little moment. bit of a moment. Um, and I think the the guy's mother answered. Um, and in the background, you can hear uh, Michael Jim Parsons' character counting off the points. He's like one point. Uh, I thought that was great. It was yeah. It was a little distracting, and and but very uh, needed. Mm-hmm. Um. And Like he couldn't bring himself To tell his mom to tell him That he loved him to you know get points In the game and it was just cruel The way that the scene went And it was heartbreaking as well And it was extremely hard To watch um, And he hung up the phone and he said That his mom had told him that The guy was out with a new girlfriend mm-hmm. And he went off and, and Like cried to himself
0: yeah, and was really much in denial about why. Because, why. again, it brought up all these past emotions that, you know, as you get older, you just bury them. And we get to see Emery, and we get to see Larry, and we get to see Hank all caught. And it causes all this drama and this tension in the house. And all this time, uh, Zachary Quinto, what's the, his act? Harvey. Harvey is just in the back observing all this and throughout this whole thing you can see like this bitchy hatred that uh, Michael is building up and making people do this and he's just so it's 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 like this rage that he has and he says some really nasty things to everybody in the party. Disrespectful, racist, racist things. Mm-hmm. Um, both yeah, this to isn't Sheldon. Yeah, no, this is not mm-hmm. Sheldon Cooper. Both to Bernard and Emery, who plays a very effeminate Hispanic gay guy, and Bernard, who is a black guy, a black gay guy. And it's just all this, you know, and you see, like, slowly midway through the movie, like, this group of friendship is. Slowly deteriorating, and he tries to attack Hank. Um, I'm sorry, not Hank Harvey. And Harvey basically tells him, "Don't go there because I play the game like you play the game. But the difference between me and you is that I know how to win." And you saw Michael just sit back because he knew. Um, at, at, the end of that game, he tells Alan.
1: Well, yeah, I it's. Because we'd seen the trailer, and from what I knew about it, I thought one thing: like the game was to get Alan to call whoever
0: basically Michael for him thought to come He
1: should call. Yeah. yeah. They basically they had a friend in in college, and since they had left, the friend had confided in Michael that they him and Alan had fooled around
0: several times.
1: Several times. Um, and he gave. Alan the phone thinking he was gonna call this guy and confirm it, and he didn't. Alan ended up calling his wife and he was only in New York because he and his wife had a had a had a fight. Um he, he admitted shit and he's like, you know, basically F you and he left. You know what yeah. I mean? Um and that's when everyone else kinda dispersed as well, and uh it was left with uh Well, there was Harvey did finally go off on on uh michael which I'm was
0: basically telling him, you know what's the worst part about you michael is that you just hate being gay and you hate being a homosexual and you hate the fact that you can't change that and the fact that you are you know a devout catholic and mm-hmm. it just eats you up alive So, you go to a Sunday mass to make you feel better after you tear everyone apart and yourself. And you will never come to terms to that because you cannot change yourself. And you just hate it. And he walks away. And he's like, lovely. Oh, my God. And I'll I'll call call you tomorrow. tomorrow." Yeah. And I'm like, yes. The shade of one of those
1: uh, friendships. So. Uh
0: I do want to tell my LGBT viewers, uh, to do to please watch this movie because it does focus on a the hatred that we go through internally in our community.
1: Internally and externally to you know others like us. Correct. You know that it's it's um, like they say on on the apps when you see, uh, people like. Uh, no, blacks, no, blacks, no no fems, fats,
0: no femmes, no Asians. And it's
1: like it's 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 a self self hatred type. Correct. Thing, you know what I mean?
0: But then they turn around and go to a town square and they scream equality towards the heterosexuals, and that's that's not how it works. Um, do you feel? I feel like that the reason why the movie is the way it is is because those type of or that type of atmosphere and that type of of relationship that we have with each other still stands today and it will stand forever. Um, I've really, really loved the movie and I wouldn't mind seeing it again. Um,
1: there was a lot in it that they left unanswered. They never really confirmed whether Alan, um, I think he did, did have an affair with, with the, with the dude in college. Yeah. Um, back to my theory, About Michael um, and And why why he was so suddenly rabid and got so mean. I like going into it. And seeing the trailer and everything, I thought that it was Michael that had had the affair with Alan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think you, you you mentioned it as well that as a possibility as we were watching it. Well,
0: my theory was that he was going to call, call Alan, Alan, because uh, uh, or call Michael. I'm sorry, Michael, because Michael does have a second line in his house that he exactly. mentioned,
1: which was which was used, but in a different way, which I liked. Yeah, in the actual movie, and I
0: thought that. Alan was going to call Michael in front of him and confess that all through this, all through his life, he he's loved Michael. But that wasn't the case. No.
1: Um, and it was never really... I feel like... Okay, this is just my theory. That Michael... Like, the reason why he got so upset was Harvey. I feel like, ultimately... Harvey is who Michael had feelings for. If you think about it,
0: because of the present,
1: that because of the present, when he he literally started getting really mean when Harvey walked in late, and he was approached by the the male prostitute. So I feel like that that was a jealousy thing, and he started drinking a lot because of that. Hmm. Um.
0: I really missed that.
1: And then there was there was the present which uh Harvey read a message. Oh, look a message and everyone's like what does it say? And he looked at Michael and Michael looked back at him like a helped. little a little scared and he's like it's personal and he put it away. Um so it's possible that Michael had started this entire game so Harvey would make his phone call,
0: which he never did.
1: Which he never did because then there was the bitch fest, you know what I mean? Um that's my theory. Um. And you know. Who knows? Because it was left unanswered. It was left unanswered. What was written on that note? Um, I
0: don't think that my, uh Alan is gay. I really think that yeah, he probably had an a a a a fling with Justin several times. Yeah. Or, or, but I don't think he's he's gay. Like a hundred percent. No.
1: You know, Kinsey's skill maybe. A little bit, but
0: yeah, and I think that the reason probably why he cried and called Alan or called Michael was just to vent that he left his wife or he got into a fight with his wife and New yeah. York is such a big city and all this stuff and I feel like the the reason why Michael got to the point that he got was because he saw... A Little bit of everyone in that room that he wanted to be, and he couldn't be those Ooh, people.
1: Interesting,
0: and he just spewed hate on all of them. I'm telling you, Jim Parson did an excellent uh, job, he was here.
1: really good in it.
0: Also, I did see him in the normal heart uh, with Julia Roberts, also Matt Boomer, and Joe Montello starred in that movie as well. Really. And he did amazing. He also did the stage for that as well. Um, such such great passion he has. Um, There's a great cast. Uh,
1: every every actor played their character to the T.
0: Magnificently. Teeth.
1: Uh, you know, and I I don't exactly know. Matt Boomer's character was just sort of in the background. He didn't really get a lot of the bitchiness. Um, or didn't really have a moment to shine the way the other actors did you know what i mean but he was easy on the eyes he o- he's always is he always is um so what how many stars would you give it
0: 4.9 whoa it was a really good movie and the reason why is because i I, there was a lot of stuff and even an individual from every character from every actor i could relate to in some point in, in my personal life how about you
1: i'll give it a four it was entertaining as h uh like i said the the pacing was for a stage which was distracting uh, the dialogue was for stage, which was distracting. The stage was for stage, which was distracting. <laughs> uh, but the acting was amazing, and uh, I would recommend it. I would. It was, it was entertaining.
0: Awesome. So you want to play Six Degrees of Separation?
1: Yes, I do.
0: So on the top of the show, I said Stanley Tucci and Viggo Mortensen. Mortensen.
1: Uh, Stanley Tucci was in Beauty and the Beast with Ian McKellen, who played Lumiere, the candlestick. And, of course, Ian McKellen was in the Lord of the Rings movies with Viggo Mortensen.
0: Not bad. That was was pretty good. There you go. (laughs) What was that all about?
1: That was my drop drop the mic
0: Awesome. And what are the movies, or in this case, in this day and age, the video on demand and albums that are out now?
1: So new movies on VOD this week, Tales of the Hood 3 uh, is out. American Pie, Girls Rules, the straight to video, or straight to they're video. They're still
0: milking that?
1: This, and, and it's amazing that they've probably done seven or eight of them. And after all this time, they're finally doing it from the female female Perspective. perspective. Like, let's, let's go to band camp before we do females. You know what I mean? Uh, a new Scooby Doo movie, Happy Halloween uh, anime and movie, is out. Yummy, which looks interesting. It looks like a zombie movie. Mm. Naughty Books is out. Save Yourselves. Uh, Spontaneous is out. Double to pay. Good Lord. It's just so much that we've never heard of because. Movie theaters aren't open <laughs> uh, Trump card Is out in the doorman New music I'm not going through them all <laughs> uh, I've decided to change it again uh, Blue Oyster Cult Has a new album Excuse me called The Symbol Remains and We know Blue Oyster Cult uh, I believe they did The, the song um, Oh shoot uh, Whatever uh, Future Islands has an album called As Long As You Are Kiara, do you know Kiara? No, no never idea. mind uh, Sub Focus and Wilkinson Have an album called Portals
0: Are you done? I am <laughs> And our fact of the week is That Harrison Ford Then 35 was installing a door For Francis Ford Coppola When a studio executive Asked them to read lines with actresses Who were testing for a new film that film was Star Wars. And what that's the
1: Francis Ford Coppola have to do with Star Wars?
0: Well, he was installing the doors for him when an, a, a oh, studio. Oh, oh, I understand. After, I understand. I guess he was in the house. I don't I know. I Probably okay. doing cocaine. I don't know. Whoa. And that's the fact of the week, and you can do whatever you want with it because it's not. It was the 70s. It,
1: it belongs to the lawyers of Francis Ford Coppola's family since they're going to sue us.
0: No, they're not. Uh, okay, so <laughs> Nohamanaki, we're gone.
1: Super glad you guys got to hang out with us. If you want us to review a movie, check out new music. You can DM us via Instagram at PressPlayAR or email us at gopressplay2 at gmail.com. That's gopressplay2 at gmail.com.
0: Another week down. This is Press Play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, hey, I'm Riz. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.